0: So, uh, welcome back to Soybean Aphid Podcast. This is July 1st, 2010, start of a new month. Welcome, everybody. That's uh, Dr. Aaron Hodson. This (laughs) is Matt O'Neill. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, soybean aphids, and I got a little something I was going to share with you. Want to give us a report, Aaron, about what you've been seeing this week, and Hearing yeah. from uh, your colleagues around the Midwest?
1: Yeah, since our last podcast, I've I've attended a couple different field days in the state. And from what I've been hearing and just seeing on my own is that aphid populations are very low to almost non existent, especially if you go south of I 80. I don't think really seeing much of anything for aphids so far.
0: Yeah, I just completed uh, a week of scouting farm fields around Story County. I did. Uh, 10 farms uh, we went out and did multiple locations in those farms of the 10 I found one field that had aphids mm-hmm. and in those in that one field there were two plants each had about five aphids so this is a really low population yeah the one thing I'm seeing that I'm kind of heartened by is uh, uh, we're seeing lady beetles in those fields not necessarily on the plant but flying around and we catch those with uh, sweep nets when we uh, pull those through the field I'm seeing some aureus, which are the little predatory bugs on uh, soybeans. It's some always lace good. wings, lace wing eggs and lace wings, and syrupids. So, in some ways, it's kind of nice, at least in the fields we're at, to see these predators flying around. Uh, they haven't been as abundant um, the last couple of years. And we're, you know, you and I are both aware, and I think the growers are too, that there's a lot of soybeans grown with seed treatment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's still active on those plants, Um, so in some ways it's um, kind of a quiet year, maybe in part because we're not getting aphids coming in, but we also have these management and uh, um, tools, the bugs that are feeding, the insects that are feeding on the aphids and the seed treatment.
1: Yeah, it's encouraging uh, for, for sure to see all the natural enemies out there.
0: So... Well, that was the soybean aphid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we really no don't have news much. is
1: good news. No, we don't
0: have much to talk about until I'm guessing late July when we're going to start to see numbers pick up if yeah. we get the aphids that start immigrating later in the month. Although, okay, so we're done with aphids.
1: Maybe I was just going to say that as as most of the fields start to enter bloom or maybe in full bloom right now, it's a good. Reminder to everyone to keep scouting or to start scouting. A lot of the long-distance movement begins after bloom, so just because your fields are clean now, doesn't mean that they will be in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, good point. Um, This can these aphids can come on in a hurry Mm -hmm. and really show up.
1: Yeah. What's the news?
0: Well, uh, I'm glad you emphasize scouting. Yeah. I'm really glad you did that because being out in the fields. I started noticing things that I really haven't seen a lot of in the last uh, six years that I've been in Iowa. Um, some of the stuff is, is noteworthy, but not really going to affect a grower. I I think this is the first week that I've seen Japanese beetles. Mm-hmm. There's a false Japanese beetle, which looks a lot like it, but is, is pretty different. Um, but I started seeing the real Japanese beetle, the bright green one that gathers in clumps and... Uh, eats to shreds, roses, but uh, I'm starting yeah. to see those in soybean fields. And we don't have thresholds for that yet, I don't believe, but... Um, we it's do around
1: have... 30% defoliation before bloom and 20% defoliation after bloom.
0: So the, that defoliation could be caused by the beetle, mm-hmm. by the Japanese beetle, but could also be caused by other things. Yeah, so...
1: army worms, other defoliators that are out there.
0: So a big, uh, just noteworthy to say... Uh, identify that those beetles are out there they're starting to cause some defoliation and um the other thing that i noticed that i was uh, really surprised by was a ton at least compared to previous years of green clover worm mm-hmm. i was in a field north of uh Ames and we could find uh maybe it seemed like in a squ- you know square meter and a square and 3 foot square area um maybe A fourth of the plants had these and Mm -hmm. uh, we were finding quite a few plants with a few uh, with two or more on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're small but uh, starting to build up and green clover worm used to be a problem uh, on soybeans kind of sporadically. Curious to see it showing up now. It wasn't in all fields that we went to but it was in uh, more than I thought there would be. I think maybe half of the fields we went to, we saw a green clover worm in Story County.
1: Did you happen to notice any painted ladies?
0: Painted ladies.
1: The butterflies that are, um, the the larvae are called thistle caterpillars? I've seen more painted ladies this year than I did last year. What does
0: painted lady look like? (laughs) So,
1: they're kind of, they're a butterfly. Yeah. And so they have kind of white and brown and reddish-orange markings on the wings. Uh Uh-huh. And... The the caterpillars are very obvious because they're spiny. You know that's why they're called a thistle caterpillar. But um, they're beautiful adults that I saw much more the last two weeks than I've seen all last year. So just to keep that out, it's a defoliator as well.
0: I'm going to a a wedding soon, and uh, a lot of my family are going to be there. So I might see a painted lady there.
1: (laughs) That's a different kind of a painted lady.
0: Some of them wear a little. They're a little heavy on the makeup. Okay, so, uh, yeah, the the caterpillars I was seeing were, again, we weren't looking for these, but they mm-hmm. reminded me of green, green clover worm, um, a sporadic pest back in the 70s and 80s, and something that growers, you know, if they're going to scout, they want to do a good job of looking for everything. Everything, and, yeah. Uh, and like you said, that defoliation can be caused, uh, uh, that, that can be, if it gets to a point of like 30%, that mm-hmm. could trigger a need for an insecticide. Yeah. yep. All right, well, anything else?
1: That's all I had to say.
0: That's all I got. Okay. Great. Good talking with you and we'll that's see you. Damn, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week.
1: See ya.